the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good son, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast. And Lundy, uh, the good times, uh, they are a-flowing right now for your boy because the no-home-run parlay uh, has been quite profitable so far. I've hit three of four uh, that I featured in the old spreadsheet, which you can always check out absolutely free because you never put a pick behind a paywall. At Noisy Cuevos is where I post that sucker on Twitter. So let's go back. Uh, picks not to click and hopefully uh, will not be Eclipse and Offense in action today. Uh, it's four legs, and this is a general strategy that I have. Try to find four guys minus 700 or lower odds. So what I mean by that is not minus 10,000 in the direction, meaning like minus 650, minus 600 in the southern direction with those uh, juices. And if you get four of those together, usually you get uh, the juice down to a palatable level, and that's what I've done here. So uh, late number one, George Springer going up against the New York Yankees and Luis Severino, who he is one for 13 with seven strikeouts lifetime against. Uh, give me Mr. Miller, Brad Miller, uh, against Sho Otani. Now, Miller's got a pair of homers so far in this 2022 campaign, but he ain't hitting Jack nor a squad against Otani, and hopefully not against his Angels bullpen after show exit stage left. Uh, give me Luke Voigt. Uh, of the San Diego Padres taking on the Atlanta Braves. He is one for 10 lifetime against Charlie Morton, and he's off to a horrific four for 21 start at the dish. And then, an, hey, it's me, it's Joey Votto uh, on the road against the LA Dodgers and Walker Bueller. Bueller, Bueller, Bueller. Uh, he is three for 11, but no homers lifetime against Bueller. And you look at Bueller so far uh, on this young year. In one start, he gave up uh, just uh, a very low fly ball rate. So 53.3 ground ball percentage. So a lot of weak contact there. So Springer, Brad Miller, Luke Voigt, Joey Votto. Hey, none of them hit one out of the park. We make a few pennies minus 117 at DraftKings. Who screws it up? Uh, your like New York Italian accent needs some work. Uh, <laughs> just it really leaves a lot to be desired, Brad. Yeah. You gotta you gotta work on that, okay? Yeah. I just like maybe if we're gonna do this in baseball season, and let's face it, there's some fun names to do it with. Uh, let's just let's work on it. I want you to get in front of the mirror, hold the fingers up in front of your face, like hey, you know, I, I need a little well, more. Well, Votto is more, more like a because uh, he's Canadian. So there you, go. you know, I I probably should do a better impression of Joey Votto instead of this one, but that's what comes to Well, I'm looking time. forward to uh, the books figuring out that they shouldn't allow you to parlay these together, uh, actually, by the <laughs> time you keep winning this. But, hey, you're on a streak. I think you keep going, and I like your strategy. Uh, the minus 700 or lower – uh, you know, don't go crazy. There's no reason for you to be pulling up those ones that are, you know, the minus, you know, uh, the minus 1500, minus 2000, because that's not going to get you a payday. Find some guys right there in the middle. Three out of four. Not too shabby, my friend. Nothing but warning track shots, please. And thank you with that on this hashtag tequila Thursday bartender bartender pour us another edition of the fade five. Number five. All right, Lundy. Oh, it is glorious. If you are a fan of the puck, if you're a fan of the sticks, if you're a fan of the skates, uh, because there are double-digit games on the docket in the National Hockey League tonight, uh, those that I believe are going to be played because we still have that blizzard raging in the Great White North. But, uh, Lundy, I'm going to give you back-to-back here of the Fade Five. Hockey plays 
What is numero uno for you on this hashtag Tequila Thursday? Oh, Brad, let's get ourselves started on that very full schedule as you just started about. Once again, just as we did yesterday, let's go to America's Wang. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning, your defending Stanley Cup champions. They will be taking on the Anaheim Ducks. Anaheim right now in the middle of an East Coast road trip. Uh, and the best they could muster was to take Florida to overtime. They still lost. Uh, but they managed to take Florida to overtime. They lost 5-2 to two already to Carolina. Now you have to take on the defending cup champs. Anaheim uh, in the bottom third of the NHL when it comes to uh, goal scoring. Some young talent, but this Anaheim team just needs another offseason on into next season as a chance for them to uh, percolate uh, and improve themselves overall as a team. So I think Anaheim's in trouble. They've been eliminated officially from uh, the Stanley Cup playoffs, so they're just trying to ride out the season. So let's take the Lightning on the puck line, minus one and a half, because we got to bring that juice down. Uh, you can get that at DraftKings right now at a minus 130. Oh, uh, yeah, bolt from the blue. Roll with the Lightning. Number four. All right, Lundy, as I have already teed up, uh, we, we got more NHL to discuss just because you have so much to choose from on the docket. Uh, so what else do you have on this hashtag Tequila Thursday, my man? Well, I just appreciate the fact that you're you're serving up some opportunity here on the podcast to me. I can't believe you're giving me two picks. This <laughs> is like getting to open a gift on Christmas Eve. Um, let's go to Carolina. I just talked about the fact that they'd had success against those Anaheim uh, Ducks. So we will go to Carolina. They are at home. They are taking on the Detroit Red Wings. Yet another team that is eliminated. They have lost two in a row. Um, look, Carolina is better at goaltending. Carolina is better on offense. Carolina is better on defense. Carolina is just flat out better. And they're trying to hold off the New York Rangers in the Metropolitan standings to be able to have the uh, number one spot in that division. They've got 104 points. The Rangers are right behind them at 102. So Carolina is motivated. So once again, let's take a heavy juiced money line. Let's bring it down by playing the puck line. We'll take the Canes minus one and a half against those Red Wings. That one at DraftKings, a minus 135. So a couple of puck line bets to get us started on our fade five. Yeah, that's right, baby. Blow through them, Canes! Number three. All right, let's go from the ice to the diamond, and let's talk about one of the mega stars on the world scene in the world of sports. That is other than Sho Otani, who is going to take the ball and tow the rubber for the Los Angeles Angels tonight in Tejas. Take it on the Rangers, and like uh, George Takai would say, Oh, my. And that's what I'm feeling right now for Otani on the over six and a half strikeouts in this one. And I pulled it from FanDuel, minus 108. So it's a light juice, which is odd at team time. Some of the other books as high as minus 125 on this one. You look at Otani, four and two-thirds innings pitch and an earned run with nine strikeouts in his first turn in the rotation against the Houston Astros, clocking at 97.8 miles per hour with the heater on average, Lundy, in that start. Uh, could be stretched out even a little bit more here. 2.86 ERA with 30 strikeouts last season over 22 innings pitched against the Texas Rangers. I know the Rangers have applied a lot of bat to ball inside the bottom five and most strikeouts, total strikeouts accumulated here on the young year. Uh, major upgrades made to this uh, roster uh, as a whole, adding Seager in particular as one of those primary bats. But I think Otani, he's going to be dodging the wood tonight, my friend, on the road. So fade or follow, 
over with shows six and a half strikeouts, just minus 108 at FanDuel Sportsbook. I actually really like it just because of the juice in this one. Uh, You're talking about the Rangers that just came off of the two-game set against the uh, Red Hot question mark i'm ron burgundy uh colorado rockies um, it's, early, it's way early man Give oh it no time. it is way too early to be feeling that but at the same time uh I, I don't really know exactly what this rockies team is doing they'll find a way to screw it up but they did just sweep the rangers uh in texas and now uh texas has to deal with show so i think that the uh, struggles that texas had against that that little mini two game set against Colorado is actually going to continue. I like this strikeout prop. I think the hook may come into play here. I think it might be exactly seven, but I'm going to play the over. Oh, yar, shiver me timbers. I won't take you down tonight on shore, Tani. Stick around for my top plays in Major League Baseball plus bonus time in Major League Baseball and the NHL. Number two. All right, Lundy, let's get back after it, and let's hopefully crack one out of the park, but hopefully this guy uh, will not find any green space. And I'm talking about George Springer of the Toronto Blue Jays and a guy that is right now off to a torrid start to his season, batting primarily in the leadoff spot so far the young year, uh, raking a 370 batting average over 29 plate appearances. Uh, and as well, has already got a couple of home runs with five runs scored, five RBIs to boot. Uh, but tonight, uh, I think it's going to be tough going for him, given the history against Luis Severino of the New York Yankees. And for that reason, I don't think Springer logs a single hit in the box score. That is plus 165 right now at DraftKings Sportsbook. You look at lifetime, Springer versus Severino. Uh, Springer one for 13 with seven strikeouts. Uh, and really, uh, he has not had a whole lot of success against anybody in this New York Yankees rotation batting just 210 lifetime uh, against those arms. Uh, Again, the torrid start uh, is something to behold from Springer, but uh, tonight, I don't think he is going to you know, be brushing up against Vlad Guerrero Jr. catching fire after Vladdy Daddy was uh, just dropping all kinds of bombs all over the place uh, there in Yankee Stadium. So George Springer gets seduced by the Jews, uh, not a storied history against Severino, and hopefully that trend will continue under .5 hits, plus 165 in the Bronx against the Yankees. Fader, follow my man. I will fade you on this one. I think his hot streak to start off the season will continue. Um, I, I just I, I don't think you can go against it. I get what his history is um, against the pitching. I get the numbers that you're talking about. But this guy has, like you said, he's started off hot. I don't think he's ready to cool off yet. I think he gets a base hit in this one and keeps his uh, hit streak alive as he has managed to reach base safely there with the hits in five straight games. All right, full fade. We're going to go toe-to-toe on George Springer. Number one. All right, last one. And uh, one of my favorite bets of the board, and you might uh, have to do a double take on this uh, or go back, rewind, and, and listen again. Yes, I am taking the under in Denver on Cubs and Rockies, 11 and a half runs, minus 110 at BetMGM. And I know you were thinking, uh, it's Justin Steele and Kyle Freeland on the mound for their respective clubs. Uh, I get that, but it's just too many runs. And the under is hit 
in seven of the last ten home games for the Colorado Rockies. Now, Freeland, a season ago, 4.83 home ERA. Uh, not the greatest, uh, and he got rocked by the L.A. Dodgers in his first start of the season, three and two-thirds innings pitch, and gave up five earned runs. But Justin Steele, the antithesis of the start that Kyle Freeland had, he was at home against the Milwaukee Brewers. He had the chilly conditions, played a factor, but he was brilliant. Uh, five innings pitch, no earned runs, five strikeouts, and just one walk, and also enticed a 58.3 ground ball rate. And that is what is critical here. If Steele can keep the ball down and draw a lot of weak contact, and Freeland can just be average, that's all I'm asking against Seiya Suzuki and company. I think this has got like 6-4 to four written all over it. Uh, I you know, failed rudimentary math, but I know that equals 10, and that is below this 11.5 threshold. So, Lundy, will the trend of unders continue there in the thin air of Coors Field? Fade or follow? Cubs, Rockies, under 11.5 runs, minus 110 at BetMGM. My favorite bet of the day, take the under. Take the mm. under with the way these guys have been playing. I, I'm with you on this one. They gave look 13 was the total in the final match uh, on Sunday afternoon between the Dodgers and the Rockies of opening weekend. They finally scored 13. Other than that, Colorado's been under in every game. That includes at home. That includes on the road that we were just talking about um, in Arlington against Texas. So you put all of that together. This I get it. I know it's the thin air, but folks, it's still chilly here. Um, the the weather has not warmed up. We're not into the months that you sometimes see the ball just popping at Coors Field because it's you know 75, 78, it was 80 degrees. To be 35 degrees tonight. Yeah, it's just it's it's chilly here right now. It's still early April in Colorado. I mean, it just it is what it is. There was a blizzard up in the mountains a couple of nights ago. So um, look, I, I think this is going to continue to stay under. I think you're going to see a better performance out of Kyle Freeland than you saw on opening day um, against the Dodgers, where he only made it three and two. Thirds uh, before he'd given up those runs. I think you'll see a little bit better version of, of Freeland. And to your point, you can hit this under if all Freeland does is just stay average. So I'm with you. I, I like the under on this one. Like I said, this is in fact my favorite bet um, of the night in terms of totals. We'll be featuring it on the TV show tonight. Under, under, and under again inside Coors tonight. All right, London, before we exit stage left, it's bonus time. I know you got more hockey picks for me, so feed me, please. Uh, yeah, we got a couple of hockey picks. First of all, I got a, uh, let's see, uno, dos, tres, cuatro, oh, oh, oh five leg, um, oh. Par- a five leg money line parlay. Here's why. Um, there are 12 games in the NHL tonight, and there are uh, there are these five games that I'm about to give you that the money line is all minus 280 or higher. Um, and by the way, this is moving as of this morning. I already had to change up my notes because some of the odds are getting even worse uh, on the money line. Here's who you want. Uh, the aforementioned Tampa Bay Lightning, the Carolina Hurricanes. Those are the two we already talked about. Then add in Boston, Colorado, who just came off a 9-3 drubbing of the L.A. Kings. Uh, they are on the second night of a back-to-back, but they are at home. Uh, and also the Vancouver Canucks. If you put all five of those together on the money line, it is a plus 273. But again, earlier this morning, folks, that was closer to plus 300 because these numbers are moving so much with these super heavy favorites then brad you know me i love me some no run first inning big fan you do big fan of the no run first inning so we are going to go uh to patrick mahomes uh kansas city royals doesn't he own part of the team now 
I think he does. <laughs> I think, I think, I think he's that's just, correct. Yeah, yeah. That's I think correct. he's basically going to buy up most of Kansas City by the time it's all said and done. God knows he's got enough money to do it. So we're going to take a no-run first inning in KC between the Royals and the Tigers. I went back and looked. Uh, Casey Mize, Zach Greinke. Those are your two starting pitchers. If you go back and look at 2021 for these guys, Mize gave up a grand total of 11 runs in 30 starts that he had for the first inning. Greinke, 10 runs in the total of 29 times that he did it. I think we're early in the season. I think we're going to see a nice no-run first inning, which at BetMGM, minus 115. Ooh, I like it quite a bit. All right, uh, let's get back after it in baseball. Uh, you mentioned the Royals, uh, again, uh, partially owned by Patrick Mahomes. Uh, and I'm going to go with the Royals bat to drive in a run. Salvador Perez, who had a monster year uh, for this KC team. So I think the backstop knocks one in at plus 105 against Etwa. 7 for 15 lifetime against KC Mize, who was taking the ball for the Tigers with a home run and four RBI. And Perez already with two homers this season and three ribbies. So I think he'll get the job done and uh, log that RBI at plus 105 right now at BetMGM. Elsewhere, uh, going back to Colorado and the Cubs. Again, I think it's going to be 10 runs in total. I think Seiya Suzuki also gets an RBI. Plus 130. You can get that at FanDuel. Six for 15 to start the season. Three homers with nine ribbies and a microscopic 3.3 swinging strike percentage. Getting appreciable contact 88.9% of the time. His patience at the plate will do him well this evening there in the Mile High City. Elsewhere, how about another RBI prop? Tyler O'Neill in Milwaukee against Brandon Woodruff, plus 160 at FanDuel. He has got a storied history against the Milwaukee Brewers hurler in 13 at-bats, four hits, and three of those four hits have gone over the fence with seven RBI, uh, and I think he'll knock one in. He had an 852 OPS against the Brew Crew last season. And then finally, on the late-night tip, give me the over on the L.A. Dodgers, five-and-a-half runs against the Cincinnati Reds against Revier. Samartin, uh, as Samartin in his first start, two and a third innings pitch, four hits allowed, five walks, five earned runs, fastball only averaging 88.9 miles per hour. He's got a slider and a change, but he's going to be basically delivering BP against the murderer's row that is Freddie Freeman, uh, that is Mookie Betts and Trey Turner. I think he gets knocked around, and it's plus 105 at BetMGM. Again, on that over, five and a half runs for the Dodgers at home against Cincinnati there on the late night tip. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Feed the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me there at Noisy Huevos. Uh, Drop us a reading and a review. If you enjoy this podcast, and as always, until next time, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the Noise.